Welcome to Outrageous, creating extraordinary experiences with positively outrageous service. This is the show where we explore all the habits and real-life stories of people and organizations who deliver positively outrageous service. So come join the service revolution with your hosts, Andrew Zabo and Michael Hoffman. Welcome to Positively Outrageous Service, our kickoff. This is our kickoff. Yes. High five. High five. <sighs> outrageous. Outrageous. Creating exceptional experiences through positively outrageous service. My name is Michael Hoffman. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And we are going to walk you through a little bit of an experience uh, once a week, just getting together once yeah. a week. And, and why are we doing this, Michael? We I, want to do what? We uh, want to reignite. A revolution, brother. Yes, reignite yeah. the revolution of positively outrageous service. And not just positively outrageous service in, you know, to, to get a buck from right. somebody, but but just the concept of owning those interactions and, and owning the person in front of me and, and taking charge of what I do and what I say to have real influence on the people that, you know, has have been brought in front of me. Yeah. And what, if God's got me here, I want to own this and I want to move things forward. And so we're going to use words like love. You know, we're going to yes. use words like faith, you know, as far as driving those those interactions to have an influence because it needs to be a revolution. Yeah. We need to bring service back. Jack. So we need to perhaps start off by saying, you know, what is positively outrageous service and, and why is it important? Now, give us that definition again. Positively outrageous service is what? Is that wow customer experience you can't wait to tell another person about. Boom. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I was talking this morning at a Lizima club, and it was on positively outrageous service. Mm -hmm. And after I defined what positively outrageous service was, which is that wow customer experience you can't wait to tell somebody else about, I asked them an interesting question. It's actually a question I've been asking for the last year from many people. Mm -hmm. Now you know what positively outrageous service is. When was the last time you experienced it? In fact, did you, have you experienced it in the last 12 months? You asked, I was this, amazed. To the, you asked this to the crowd. I asked, yes, I'm yeah, asking yeah. this from the audience. Yeah, yeah. And usually I'm getting nine out of 10 people saying, no, we haven't experienced it. Because when you know, you know. I mean, you when know, you've had yeah. one, you've we, known. Yeah. yeah, everybody knows what it is, yeah. but they haven't experienced it in the last 12 months. In fact, there was nobody in the audience who had experienced it in the last 12 months. I had these blank stares. It was amazing. They all knew what it was, but they hadn't experienced it. So what does that mean? I, you uh, know what? I have to tell you, I've been experiencing that myself. Yeah, yeah, because that's one of the things that we are, we actually search for, obviously, because this is what we're all about. But to, but to ask somebody, when was the last time you had that wow experience? I mean, that really that made you that made you go, oh, I've got it in my head right now. I can, I, I'm, it brings you back immediately because it yeah. was that visceral. And then all of a sudden they go, wait a minute, I haven't had it in the last <laughs> I haven't had it in a long time. <laughs> Absolutely, that's kind of important, don't you think? That's kind of important. Yeah, I mean, I look at it from our point of view. That's a huge opportunity. It's a huge opportunity for our audience. Mm -hmm that those companies that decide to say, you know, we're going to do something different and deliver that positive outrageous service, that's an opportunity for them to differentiate themselves from the competition. Yeah. But, you know, out of curiosity, why do you think that it's so few and far between? You know, there's a lot of cynicism these days, I think. There's a lot mm -hmm. of cynicism. There's a, a lot, lot of, of negativity. A lot of siloing in our culture, I yes. believe. And because of that, you know, I think some of that kind of boils over to our everyday life. But, uh, but you know, if, if you really think about it, that's a very, very important thing because our experiences are why we do business with certain companies. Mm -hmm. Our experiences are why I would go this route versus that route, why I buy what I buy, why I shop or, you know, where I shop. And, and it's those experiences that I think are so important that can make or break a business, make or break an experience, uh, 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 the, the, whether I like working here or not that um, 
the the cloud of our in our culture has had a massive impact. That's a, that's a good word, uh, Michael. Cloud, because I said we can be a ray of sunshine in somebody <laughs> else's life. The potential on a cloudy there. day, we yeah. can be that ray of sunshine by loving on a customer. Or you can even flip it. You can have. What if you're in front of somebody who's obviously having a bad day? Why not be their ray of sunshine? Mm-hmm. And what a difference that will make in their life to other people that they interact with. So really, it's, it's, it goes, there's even, I think, a finer line. We were talking about this the other day. It's not just the experience. It's the actual interaction between two people. And, and when you start loving on your customer, when loving on that person that you're, you've got in front of you, it changes their world. You know, you're saying a powerful word that I think gets thrown away a lot and, or misinterpreted a lot, and that word, <laughs> that word is love. You know, c- creating those experiences where people say, wow, this is why I live here. This is why I shop here. Fast Company right. in 90, in, I keep saying 97. I go back <laughs> an entire century. 2017, <laughs> um, 2017 had an article that I thought was amazing that by the year 2020, which is next year, year. (laughs) that 85% of your business will be generated because of the experience. And and that's because of social media. That's because we're so connected. You know, we're so, we reach out, you know, we, we don't, we don't hesitate to say when it was especially bad. Uh, but even when it was good, we, we go to our friends, we, we go, we seek our opinions. And because of that, in fact, not just to our friends, this is the interesting thing. Well, when the book was first written, Positively Outrageous Service, 25 years ago, the old adage was, remember what it was? If you had a neg- negative experience, you'd tell how many people? 10 people. Yeah, it was t- 11 people. 11 people, yeah. Now what do we do? I now get on my... I can now tell all 11,000 people on my Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, It used and- to be 250 <laughs> are going to yeah. hear a negative term. Now yeah, it's now thousands. Now it could be 1,100, it could be 11,000 for some people, yeah. not just 11 people. So... Yes. So that, that survey really gives credence to uh, to the, those numbers that the majority of our business will be done because of the customer experience. That's tremendously important. Yeah. Maybe l- let me illustrate that with a, one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Tell me a story. I about three or four years ago, I was on my way to Las Vegas to a conference. I actually had two clients at this conference. I was flying Virgin America, and I had a video that I had to deliver to one of these clients, and it was late in arriving. But I had everything lined up. I had my Uber driver lined up. I was a TSA pre-checked. I was not checking a bag. I was going to. You get did everything that. right. I did everything right, <laughs> except arriving late. So I got into the Uber. I'm driving to the airport, and as we're pulling into Love Field, the phone rings, and I look at it, and of course, it's no, it's not a number I recognize. So I yeah. dismiss it. We pull up to the curb. Same number rings. That's weird. They really want to get a hold of me. Dismiss. I'm now going through TSA and same number again. Okay, this person really wants to get a hold of me and it must be something urgent. So I answer, it's Brian with Virgin America and he's asking Uh me, are you, we are closing the gates here, Mr. Sabo. I said, no, 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 no. I've got to get on that plane. And then TSA takes my phone away and hangs up. I'm running through the terminal and I look up at the board. Where is that 1020 flight Virgin America to Las Vegas? It's not there. How could that flight have disappeared? It's only like seven minutes past 10. There's still time. Surely there's time. Surely. I was that passenger. Yeah. You know the one? Oh, uh, yeah. Mr. Sabo, please come to <laughs> gate 11. Your flight is boarding and now closing. I get to the gate. You're that guy. And what do I see? The door is closed. There's nobody at the desk. It is empty. And like a fool, I'm, I'm standing there over the window. I can see the pilot. And I'm going like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Please. You were begging. I'm being positively, you were begging outrageously silly. Yeah, right. 
And then all of a sudden, the doorway from the jetway opens up, and this uh, tall gentleman uh, steps out and says, please, please, I've got to get on that plane. I mean, I'm like, what am I, what am I thinking? Nobody opens up the door That's after it's been I'm closed. I'm surprised, yeah. He said, are you Mr. Sabo? Yes, I'm Brian. I was the one that you hung up on. Okay, so we've gone from bad to worse. Brian. <laughs> Closes so the door. <laughs> I thought, that's it. <laughs> that's the end of my day. <laughs> all of a sudden, two minutes later, the door opens, and he said, please board the plane. I'm just flabbergasted. I mean, my jaw must have dropped to the floor then. I'm <laughs> walking on the jetway. My heart rate was way up. I was so stressed out. Sure. I mean, who ever hears of the door once it's been closed? Right. I was going to say, that was That never happens. But that's not the end of the story. That's already positively outrageous. But I walk on the plane. Everybody is now seated. There are three uh, Virgin America flight attendants, you know, in that little uh, area as you get on. you're getting the heat for being that last guy. No. They are smiling at me. What? And they said, Mr. Sabo, we are so glad that you made the flight. We're delighted to have you on board. Oh, my goodness. You could have knocked me over with a feather. That's positively outrageous. And I have told that story over and over again. Probably a thousand people at least have heard that story. And that's one of the hallmarks of positively outrageous service. It was su such a wow experience. I am compelled to tell others about it. Yeah, and you really have to get your head around that because sometimes we throw those little instances away, like Brian opening up the door again and, and say, okay, well, the positively outrageous service was him actually going out of his way to, to do something that's either very rare or, or it's not done on purpose. Once that door's closed, it's closed. You've heard that a million times. Yeah. But he actually took a moment because he didn't do it right away. He might have had to get permission. Yes, but he opened the door. Did, yeah. And he brought you in. That's that's over the top. But I love the fact that you really noted, because I've been that guy, that last guy on the plane, and the heat that you get from the crowd. That's why I automatically went there. It's like, oh, I'm that guy, and you got to take everybody's looks. You know, like you're gonna make me miss my flight. But the fact that they went out of their way to make you feel, you know, yes. welcomed and 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 glad you were there, and, not and feel none bad. of because they, they probably knew I was feeling bad. Yeah. You know, and they went out of their way. You're right. That's, that's extraordinary. It reminded me of a story. We talk about the why. So, yeah, that, so what's that, that's why? a great why example of what positively outrageous yeah. service is. It's those little things. It's not massive, but it's those choices. It's those mm -hmm. strong choices of Brian going out of his way to say, what's in the system that I can do to help in this situation? It's about those those flight attendants that are taking the moment to really have impact on that moment with you. That's that's really great. I, I have to tell you that this positively outrageous service with this hospital because we, we will be indebted to them forever. And that was when we, we brought my father to a hospital. We thought he had a stroke. And he did. He had a, he had a minor stroke, but it was more of a blood vessel burst. But but this woman had uh, did her job. She was the admin person, and she brought us in. But the, the thing that was amazing is I was there. A brother was there. My sister was there. And uh, uh, at the hospital that day, we were terrified, and, and the stress was over, over you know, the roof. And uh, this person must have noticed it. I don't know what compelled her to do it, but she literally stopped the process of having to fill out all these sheets. She got my dad taken care of, and, and then she, she stayed with us. She, she literally stopped the paperwork. She said, we can do this in a second. Let's, let's get this taken care of. And she walked us in. You could, I thought she owned the place because she was pulling people. She got him a room immediately. She made him comfortable, but then she stayed there. Um, she would pop her head in all day, all night. We were there for at least at least five hours. Mm. And and she kept popping her head into making sure she was okay. I remember distinctly that she made a note of my sister's face and said, you need a little bit of sugar. 
sweetheart. And she showed us where the refrigerator was that was meant for him, my, my dad. But instead, she made sure everybody was okay. She went out of her way to take care of my sister. It was it was little things. And, and the, the fact that she came back over and over and over again, and she knew our names immediately. She used them. But the thing that was really positively outrageous about that was the amount of trust that we built with this organization. Sure. She took the she took the heat out of it immediately and we felt a like very stressful we, situation yes we felt that she, that we were actually noticed my dad was was on the radar and that he was being taken care of to the best of their ability and uh, and I give it I give the kudos to her because she he, they, he, he had great care and that wasn't the that wasn't the wow I think the great care was expected I expected great care the wow was her yeah and, and that's uh, the difference between patient care and caring for a patient. Oh my gosh! Absolutely. She was ca- not just caring for the patient; she was, she was caring for the for your whole family. Yes, she was outrageous, and the trust that she built went absolutely through the roof. And that's what positively outrageous service is. Yeah, you know, it's those little things that we say and do to have influence on purpose. So, so why is it important? Obviously, it creates that compelling positive word of mouth. You've got to talk about it. And and in your story, clearly. You wouldn't hesitate to go back to that. Uh, no, that's our. Uh, that's our. So it our creates go-to. that intense loyalty, yeah. and the third thing it does, it creates like uh, my story about the airlines. That makes them very different from everybody else. Mm-hmm. It creates that competitive differentiation. So yeah, positively outrageous service. It creates that compelling positive word of mouth, intense loyalty, and competitive differentiation. Who doesn't want that? Those are the three of the most. I, you know, as you know, I was in marketing for twenty-five years. Those are the three of the most powerful things you can create in marketing. It's all done through one thing. Being positively outrageous, outrageous in, in your service. service. Uh, we're gonna have some fun over the next couple of yes, weeks. Yes, we are. So here's here's your call to action, kids, and that is uh, start thinking about it. You know, come join us every Wednesday. Every Wednesday we're gonna be here. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get this out on social media, but come join us every Wednesday to kick off your midweek with the idea, what are you doing to be positively outrageous? What yeah. are you doing and what are you saying to own those moments? And, and of course, one wild. of the things that we've talked about several times is uh, positively outrageous service, and there's a French proverb. It's easy to say, but hard to do. Mm. And that's why we're doing this every week, so everybody can take that, that one step forward. It's always about taking the next step, the next step. Yeah. So here's your call to action. Start paying attention to it. Start paying attention to what, what you receive is positively outrageous, and start paying attention to opportunities when you where you could give positively outrageous service. And come on back every week as we explore what we can do, what your organizations can do to be positively, positively outrageous. outrageous.